Do you want to hear the ins and outs of different crafters? On the new show from Package Media called Crafty, I, Nick Dole, am going to talk with the top crafters around the world, ranging from the dangerous to the technology crafts, like animation, music, film creation. Join me, and let's get crafty. Hi there, folks, and welcome to Packaged, the podcast all about subscription services and the brains behind them. Today, we're going to be sitting down and talking with... My name is Lisa Moiteva. ...about their subscription service. We hope you enjoy this dive into the origin, vision, and mission of yet another unique and noteworthy business. Awesome. Well, um, here, real quick, before we uh, get really started talking about uh, your box and your business and everything, just want to extend a thank you um, on behalf of Package mm-hmm. for being with us on the show today. It really means a lot, and we're excited to talk about Globin. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, can you tell me a bit more about your podcast and why did you guys start it? Yes, of course. Um, so Packaged is a podcast um, all about subscription services and really looking at going behind the brains of the operation. So what we do is we will get uh, subscription services. We contact owners of different uh, subscription services, review their products if, they're, uh, if they want to send us some products to throw in with a review as well. But the key thing that we want to do is not only review their product, but also get in contact with the creator of the business so that we can hear from them about their how their business started, what their vision is for the podcast or for their for their business, and what their mission is. And so, really, a lot of our passion is to, you know, a lot of people see these businesses and they really only see businesses. But if they get a chance to hear from the owners of the business, they can hear a lot about passion and mission and values. Uh, rather than there just being a monthly fee that they pay to get a cool product. Yeah, that might happen, but they also get to hear a little bit about the dream behind the business in the first place. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. How, uh, what other boxes you have interviewed so far? Yes, great question. Um, we're actually a very new podcast in the sense that... Yeah, you had one episode, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Currently, have one, we have one episode uh, published, and... Uh, the first episode that we've published since I've been joined on the crew is called Escape Crate, and that mm-hmm. is a box that is basically a, an escape room, which is like a puzzle room in a box. So clues, mm-hmm. um, mystery things that you try to figure out, more like a game. Um, I've interviewed um, with uh, with T Runners, which is uh, a T Club subscription service, and they send you uh, fancy loose leaf teas. Uh, for your brewing pleasure, and actually earlier today I got off an interview with uh, the Wallflower box, which is a box that sends uh, different things like Bath and Body products um, and different. Um, the, their goal and their mini- their mission is to give sort of refreshment packages for introverted women. So I mean, it's not really I'm not really their audience type, but we thought they were an interesting box, and they actually have a very cool mission um, behind their values and their product. And so, uh, yes, this is a very new podcast, and you are on the early end of some of our guests, but we're very excited to have you as one of our uh, first guests. 
Great, awesome. Same to you. Uh, where are you guys located? You're located in different places too, right? Yes, yes. I mm-hmm. am from Colorado Springs, Colorado, but I'm currently in Texas um, mm-hmm. at my getting my bachelor's degree. And then Eric Lembiasi, the mm-hmm. producer of the podcast, he is in South Carolina. And mm-hmm. so uh, we... We've never met in person. Uh, we met all over the internet, and so we've been going at this entirely online. So it's been a cool project to go after, um, but it's it's been a fun one. Yes, yes, I can hear you fine, and thank you for asking questions. You're the first person who's really asked a lot about that, so that really means a lot. Um, sure. Before we get started about talking about Globin in particular, tell me a little bit about you so that our audience gets to know who you are a little bit. Um, your age, where you're from, current occupation, all those kinds of things. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, my name is Lisa Moiseva. I'm originally from Moscow, Russia. Uh, I'm 29 years old, a social entrepreneur, and I'm a co-founder of Globin. Uh, and Globin's main product is called the Artisan Box, which is essentially a fair trade subscription to handmade lifestyle and home decor products. Every single product is made by artisans or farmers in developing countries, and we make sure that we pay fair wages to these makers so they can empower themselves and build a better life for themselves and their families. That's incredible. So is uh, is the work that you do with Globin, is that your primary occupation? Yes, absolutely. It's a full-time job. Okay, so tell me a little bit about Globin. How long has Globin been around? Uh, we actually officially just turned five years old, Okay. but the artisan box um, itself, uh, it's about three years old. There's definitely been a lot of business iteration um, and pivoting in terms of our business model over the years. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. So it's, um, I mean, you know, in, relative to some of the other uh, people that we've interviewed on the show, Globin has a, has a good number of years under its belt as a company, but relative to businesses in general, it's still pretty young. So yeah. how, uh, so you mentioned that there's an artisan box. What other kind of boxes are available through Globin? Mm-hmm. So artisan box is kind of the umbrella subscription, right? So that's the name of the subscription. And um, inside of each artisan box, which is a monthly subscription, uh, you find from uh, four to five different products. And uh, every artisan box, we create a new theme every month. Um, so it can be a cozy, wellness, hydrate, kitchen, home decor, things like that. Um so all of the products inside the box are curated around a theme. Uh, they're meant to be enjoyed as a set, as an experience, not just an assortment of random products. Um, and yeah, so you can get anything um, anywhere from you know kitchen items to lifestyle accessories uh, to maybe some food products um, as well. But again, everything we make sure that everything is fair trade um, and ethically sourced. Wow. Yeah, and beyond the Artisan Box subscription, we also do have an online store, right, When uh, where you can buy individual Artisan Boxes or buy complementary products um, as well. Wow, okay, cool. So that's a little, good wide variety of, of options to choose from. So mm-hmm. how, so you said you were 29 years old, you've, this business, you were a co-founder for it uh, for five years now. What were you doing before you got involved with Globin? 
Uh, my background is in international development and non-profit kind of social sector. Um, I have a degree in international relations. That was my bachelor uh, major. And then uh, I also did uh, an MBA uh, in finance. But essentially for me, the whole point was uh, to build up my skill set so I can find sustainable ways of solving global social issues. It can be, you know, poverty alleviation or um, water and sanitation crisis or access to education or women's rights, things like that. So I was um, I was looking throughout my career for kind of the most sustainable uh, methods of solving global problems. Uh, and um, I worked for microfinance uh, organizations before. Um, yeah, most of my experience was with nonprofits, uh, and mostly it was actually in marketing and social media before Robin. Okay, so that that gives us a good insight into what things you know how things sort of led into Globin. Mm-hmm. So you're very concerned, you know, like you said, with with global issues, poverty, um, you know, and you know, meeting meeting the needs that different developing nations have. So how did that materialize into the business that is now Globin? How did things really get started from the get go? Sure. Uh, originally, as I mentioned, we've changed our business model quite a lot. So, original Globin was uh, very much similar to Etsy, actually. Oh, Maybe okay. you're not familiar. So, Etsy is handmade products, right, from uh, people like you and me who love uh, to make uh, things by hand. Yes. So, Globin essentially was like Etsy for developing countries, right? So, we would upload products from artisans in Mexico, Russia, Morocco, uh, Uzbekistan, um, upload their products and help them sell online. Like we would not carry any inventory. It was just online marketplace, truly. Okay. This model haven't worked as uh, for us very well just because by definition of our mission, our goal is to work with remote artisans around the world. So these artisans, they don't live in the capital of Morocco, not in Mexico City. They live in the villages, in the very remote uh, villages and very rather poor uh, living conditions. Uh, Many times they don't speak English, they don't speak Spanish, uh, they don't have computer literacy, so the Etsy model did not uh, work for us quite as well. And that's where we kind of started thinking about the subscription uh, model. It was, you know, already starting... um, uh, to accelerate and more and more subscription box, uh, box companies were popping up on the market. Uh, so we decided uh, to try it for our business as well. And what we actually found is that, you know, beyond the regular uh, subscription box value propositions of, you know, saving money to customers, discovering new products, uh, we were able first, yep, yeah, to save a lot of money uh, by ordering bulk and the products in bulk and sure. shipping across the world in bulk saves definitely a lot of money. Yeah. We're able to pass on the savings to the customer. But on the artisan perspective, on, on the perspective of our social mission, we, uh, we're also able to create much uh, larger social impact. We were ordering thousands of products at a time, which in some cases we provided up to 20,000 hours of work to an artisan group, which yeah. is you know three months of work which is much more impactful than ordering just one-off product from the artisan. Uh, People living in poor uh, conditions, people living in poverty, uh, having access to 
continuous stream of income, reliable and continuous, is much more important than just like a big uh, lump sum payout. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, why we kind of stuck with the subscription model and um, uh, really advocate it uh, and uh, trying to expand it and grow it as much as we can so that we can employ more artisans eventually. That's incredible. So you, mm-hmm. so you mentioned, you know, the whole goal is getting access, you know, and giving, you know, employment and, um, you know, benefit to artisans in remote places. So mm-hmm. how have you gone about finding those remote places? Was it really just as, you know, straightforward as going to the places and just looking or what, what sort of methods did you guys use to find the artisans in remote, in remote places? What was the way that you said, yes, these are the artisans that we want? Uh, well, yeah, first, uh, first of all, as you mentioned, it's just personal travel. Uh, my co-founder, she literally um, kind of traveled around Mexico originally um, uh, just to meet artisans in the in the bazaar, in the local markets. Um, and then from there, you just go about, you know, making personal relationship with them. Um but also, of course, we are official members of the Fair Trade Federation. Uh, we go to their conference. A lot of our partners are also verified members of Fair Trade Federation. So that's how we find a lot of products, a lot of artisans through their connections as well. So in Oaxaca, Mexico, we have our own group of almost 100 weavers. Um, they're palm leaf uh, weavers. And um, But all over the world, you know, it's extremely challenging to have presence all over the world for a yeah. small startup like ours. So yeah. we work with partner organizations who have presence on the ground in India, in Morocco, uh, in Guatemala, Peru, etc., etc. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, not just, uh, it's a little bit more intricate, the process of choosing products and the process of uh, choosing artisans to work with because, yeah. you know, at the level of uh, 1,000 units plus, uh, we really have to make sure that uh, the, uh, the artisan cooperative is capable of producing quality items uh, reasonably within the reasonable time frames and delivering everything on time. Um, so that's, you know, artisan market is pretty big and uh, there's a lot of players there, but most of the players are much smaller like than us, than other companies. And uh, we really have to make sure that the artisans, um, that they have the capacity to produce the volume of products that we can and they know how to deliver uh, them in a timely manner as well. Yeah, okay, so... When you're looking at the idea of, um, especially, you know, as you mentioned, Globin's been around for a couple of years now. So there's been a lot of different, you know, um, even even that I've noticed in the past, you know, year or two, different subscription service bo- boxes that come and that go mm-hmm. and that start and stop. And so Globin has a bit of a, of a more firm hook into that. So that by itself is enough to, you know, indicate that people have been responding well to your product. And so when it... When you look at the idea of, especially like with Globin, you have mission-based businesses that allow people to partner with your mission, which is, you know, very altruistic and beneficial to a lot of people. What has it been, what has been the response from your customers that you've been able to receive? And on top of that, what has been the response and impact that you've been able to see in the artisans' lives that you've been involved with? 
Mm -hmm. um, yeah, on the customer side, we definitely, um, one key thing, uh, no matter if you're a do-good company or a traditional business, uh, products first, right? So uh, we have to make sure that uh, no matter if it's fair trade and artisan made, our product has to be uh, have an outstanding quality, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely our customers uh, come to us, first of all, because of the of the product quality, its uniqueness, and then secondly, mission, right? It's kind of like a cherry on top situation, right? It's amazing products that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Uh, every artisan box, I must mention, it comes with an artisan brochure uh, that tells you personal story of artisan behind every single product that you're getting, as well as their personal photos. So you have a, a strong, powerful connection with the maker um, so that's kind of uh, I think where we excel and why uh, our members love us and on the artisan side yes as I mentioned um, you know the main uh, impact that we are providing is that we are empowering artisans through giving them job opportunities, through paying them fair wages. So as I mentioned, uh, for example, we sourced a wooden spice bowl from India last year, and we helped provide more than 20,000 uh, 20, hours of work. And so we're able to provide jobs, and that's the most important charity they already have amazing skills and make beautiful high quality products so all we need to do is pay them fair wages so they can have dignified jobs like any of us want um and also of course there's a ton of other kind of social impact points uh we we source this awesome fun market tote from ghana which is made from plastic water bags it's called water sachets in ghana they use it instead of water bottles wow. so every tote was made from 70 of these water sachets and in total it will help recycle three hundred sixty-five thousand. That's incredible. Plastic water sachets. So essentially, yeah, run a little bit, recycled plastic, and also empowered artisans. Um, so, yeah, and there's, of course, a ton of stories like that. Our artisan leader, Marina Lopez Antonio in Oaxaca, Mexico, who I met in person, uh, you know, she was able to build up her house, expand her house a little bit, uh, and uh, she's now managing all 100 artisans that we have in Oaxaca, who are uh, spread out between three villages. Um, so she's improving her life. She finally married her uh, fiancé, her husband, and they're essentially, you know, global been presence on the ground uh, they're entrepreneurs and in, uh, in, in their own right uh, so it's all about empowerment uh, with us that's incredible so uh, again you know the um, I love I love the mission um, I've you know as I get to talk with more and more people with these subscription services you find out you know like I mentioned earlier that it's more than just a business it's people with passion and it's people with mission and so, obviously, um, you know, you've been this in this game for a little while now. And so, with that comes a lot of opportunity for experience, both good and bad, um, challenging and simple. And so, through these challenges, uh, just all through life, people learn. So, what would you say is a highlight of something that you have learned over this process? Whether it's been through a difficulty or whether it doesn't even have to be like a huge challenge, but what is something that has stuck out to you that you have learned over the course of being involved with Globin? Sure. Um, I think 
um, I'll try to make it kind of useful for subscription box owners. One of the very first things is get your pricing right and know your uh, unit economics, you know, cost of goods, uh, how much it costs you every single layer of the tissue paper, how, how many cents it costs you, know all these little details. Uh, price and price your product uh, correctly. Otherwise, it's very hard to you know keep increasing prices on the, without losing your customers. So that's uh, that's huge. Another thing, of course, is customer first, uh, customer service, customer support, um, and you know just being very transparent and open uh, and kind of. Uh, showing that you are real human beings behind the brand is what you guys are helping us do. Yeah. Uh, people really appreciate it, so that's important. Yeah. You know, uh, of course, sometimes you have uh, uh, to show off and um, try to act like a, a huge big player, but at the same time, uh, show that there's real human beings behind the brand and uh, show them your passion, and customers will appreciate it. Because as you know, there's so many subscription boxes on the market. Um, most a lot of people are sourcing from the same companies. Uh, so what truly will help you make stand out is uh, just you know being a real human being, connecting with your customers, really understanding who they are, appreciating uh, them, and talking to them. Absolutely, absolutely, that's wonderful. So, what do things look like in the near or maybe even distant future for the company? What What are you guys looking towards? Um, like next vision steps or goals again i mean not trying to get any secrets out of you guys if you have a secret mm-hmm. project going on or anything mm-hmm. but uh what do things look like what are you guys trying to ex- uh, expand or step forward in for the future we're definitely looking to expand our subscriber base right we want to um we want as many people as possible to know about the globin uh we love uh promoting ethical and mindful consumption so even if we are a subscription box company we want to promote mindful consumption uh we want people to know where their products are coming from we want them to know that the maker of their t-shirt is paid fairly we want to know that uh that people are sure that they are buying healthy food. Uh, we want to make sure that people understand that uh, every purchase that they make makes a difference, um, not just for the brand, the company, but for the maker on the other end of the supply chain. So this is kind of our core values, you know, uh, fair trade, empowering artisans, fighting poverty through job creation and fair wages, but also inspiring mindful consumption among our members. Um, and yeah, on the artisan side, uh, our really uh, our big goal is uh, to go beyond, you know, uh, just paying fair wages. We want to kind of expand our operations in Oaxaca, build stronger partnerships uh, with some of the existing artisan groups we already work with, uh, continue around the world and um, you know do more programs for them uh, this year we sponsored um, a healthcare uh, clinic uh, for our wood carving artisans in India no. um, so it's all of the artisans and their family members were able to get a free healthcare checkup, which is very important. Wow. You know, some of our artisans in Oaxaca, they don't even speak Spanish. They speak Zapotec, mm-hmm. which is their native language. Uh, so we want maybe to give them, um, you know, uh, language classes uh, yeah. to teach them computer literacy. Uh, but it's a very involved uh, process. So uh, it's definitely some of the things we are striving for. That's incredible. That's That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us just from your personal experience, um, just, I guess more on a product side, what are some of the, fa- what, are, what are some of your favorite products, uh, that Globin has to offer? 
Um, let me see. So uh, our Haka Artisan Weavers, uh, kind of the signature product of Globin is the palm leaf basket that we included in the, the very first artisan box ever. And uh, when we took it away, like we didn't include the basket in the Xbox, um, we almost had a riot on our hands. So people just <laughs> loved it so much. So we yeah. um, we keep including them. Uh, they're just so fun and uh, so diverse. You can use them around the house to organize, to store things as a planter. They're just fun and each one of them takes at least three hours to make and it's just mm. i was amazed when i saw how the artisans are making them some of them they can even weave with their eyes closed literally yeah. they just <laughs> their hands uh, have been doing this for you know 10 12 years so it's amazing and of course uh hand paint and ceramics are amazing uh sellers for us uh people really appreciate the intricacy of the hand painted ornaments you know from morocco tunisia so it's definitely have been a strong seller for us and people can't get enough of them that's awesome yeah the your website's full of the baskets they're they're cool they're they're beautiful uh they're thank you they're phenomenal um so as we look at, uh, I guess, wrapping things up a little bit, I would like for you to have an opportunity to, I guess, share a little bit of a testimonial, one of your favorite uh, stories, whether it's the one you mentioned um, with, uh, I do not remember the name, but in, in Oaxaca, I, mm-hmm. there's a video on your website um, uh, on the front page for that, whether it's that story or whether you want to give another story, what is one of the most impactful stories that you've been able to see out of interacting with all of these entrepreneurs and um, artisans over the world? Yeah, definitely. The the story that I already mentioned and that you kind of alluding to, um, uh, it's the story of Marina Lopez Antonio. Um, Yeah, If you have a chance, you you guys can go to our website, globin.com, or to our Facebook. It's the pinned post at the very top. Uh, We went to meet, uh, it was my first time meeting Marina and our artisan weavers. It's very inspiring. Uh, We literally started with two artisans in Oaxaca, and now we grew our group to uh, up to 100 artisans. And uh, Marina, when we realized that we need some someone's presence, someone to manage uh, this expanded group of artisans, Marina stepped up. She doesn't even have a high school degree herself, but uh, when we were looking for someone we can rely on in Oaxaca, she stepped up, she said she can do it, and now she absolutely can. She's managing more people than I am managing, <laughs> if you think about that, and it's amazing. And... Um, uh, it's not even just about her being able to build a house, right, mm-hmm. to uh, marry the man that she loves and kind of start building their life together, having a better life together through their her earnings with Globin. It's just this kind of um, almost like intangible uh, empowerment. Uh, mm-hmm. When I went to Oaxaca, I was thinking about like, what does fair trade mean to me? And then I just kind of saw this. Uh, the, I saw in person like how much I, I haven't met Marina before, but I, I kind of learned how she evolved, how she became such a strong, empowered, entrepreneurial woman in rural Oaxaca. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it, it just was very inspiring to me. And that's what I want to see. That's um, you know, all of our weavers there. I actually. Uh, uh, women and um, there is many stories of empowerment you know uh, some of the girls putting themselves to through school some of the mothers supporting their daughters so yeah for me it's all about empowerment and uh, celebrating those brilliant women and men entrepreneurs who all they they deserve simply to be paid fairly for the beautiful products that's it um, so if you want to find this unique product and you want to support those artisans, definitely check out our website. 
Absolutely. And might I just add on the website front, it's a beautiful website, super easy to navigate, um, has a lot of cool with the, te- with testimonies, has a bunch of, has a, not just the, te- the story that you were talking about with Marina, but some other artisans as well. And, um, like I said, very easy to, to navigate through. So Thanks. I encourage that. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Every single, uh, product on our website, as you mentioned, it has an artisan story there, especially if you go to the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we don't source anything, uh, that we don't know, kind of don't have a good understanding of the supply chain behind it. If, uh, the partner, if they're not able to provide us a personal photo of the artisan and their story and their name, we don't source this product. So, yeah. You know exactly who made it. Yeah, which is great. You know, again, it makes it very, very personal, and it's not just a business anymore, which is, you know, what we're all about, um, helping people to get past the idea of monthly fees and business names and websites and emails to actually get down to the to the core of a product. And so um, may I, might I just comment that uh, I love – this idea. I love the passion behind it. Um, I get to meet more and more people doing these interviews um, all the time who really have passions for what many people just see as products. And it is my pleasure to help us all, to help everybody um, see more about these things, to learn more about them myself. I'm very, uh, I'm very encouraged, even myself, just listening to the things that that you guys do in the opportunities that you get to bring to people all the way around the world who otherwise might uh, be struggling a little bit more than they actually are. Um, and you know, as far as even reaching out beyond the realm of industry and and market into the idea of healthcare for your for your artisans and uh, you know, in language classes to, you know, continue to give those people opportunities. That is a very, very honorable and commendable goal. And so um, as long as you, as long as Globin continues uh, to pursue those things, that's, uh, I mean, that's extremely commendable. And um, thank you. But yes, uh, Lisa, thank you for joining us today. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your time, sharing the vision of Globin, the mission and a bit of your history. Uh, it has been uh, a wonderful interview. I'd love to get to hear more about it, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much, Ryan. It was my pleasure. All right. You take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. I'm really enjoying the episode so far, but I want to take a moment to pause and give a shout-out to one of our followers on Twitter. That is, there's a movie for that. This is at a movie for that on Twitter. This is a podcast where they talk about what's going on in the news and they cross it with what's going on in our favorite movies. So this is an awesome, cool thing, combining news, relevant situations that's going on in the world, combining it with Hollywood movies, how they blend together, what's the similarities, what's the differences. Guys, go check them out. Thank you, movie for that, for supporting us. We want to send some support back your way. Guys, go ahead and give them a listen when you get a chance. For now, we're going to head back into the episode. All right, welcome to the unboxing of our Globin box. You can see Globin is right there. It's upside down, but um, I haven't actually opened it. I just opened the top lid, and I haven't done anything really except snoop around what I could see, but I can't really, I don't have no clue what's really in here. So we're going to take a look and see what is in this box, unboxing it for the first time. Um, tissue paper. This is the one thing that I saw earlier that I didn't see. Otherwise, we have... Organic green tea. 
So, from the small farmers of Small Organic, small organic Farmers Association in Sri Lanka. So, um, we have special biodegradable pyramid bags, full leaf tea infusion. So, sweet, awesome, we got some green tea. That's really cool. Um, for those of you who don't know, Globin is all about giving opportunity to craftsmen and artisans in rural communities uh, across the world. And so creating new products and things like that, it's really, really cool. Oh, this is awesome. Dang, what? I don't even know what this is. So we got this really cool box of some kind. Um, and I don't know, maybe just push it open. Okay, yeah. So it has a little pin to push open. And in here we have, uh, let's see. Wow, that is a beautiful little box, very simple. Um, let's see what this says. Made in India, fair trade, sustainable. Meet the artisan, see the impact at mattarboomy.com. Sweet, that's really cool. That's awesome. This, so this little box has some cool intricate carvings on it. Cool for storing some stuff. These look like they're napkins of some kind with embroidery on them. This is really cool and very nice material. Um, I don't know if there's anything else in here we're going to... So, if I'm being totally honest, I really don't know what this is, but it's beautiful. Um, and really, really cool. Very unique. Uh, we'll keep going on. In here we have some bubble wrap. Let's make sure there's nothing else. Okay, here we have... Oh, okay. So, okay, this, my box was upside down. This is what we have. So I guess all of these things are supposed to be in here, some kind of, so this box is for your tea. Um, comes with the green tea, so, and then the tea towel. So it looks like this should be something that, oh, it's a tea time box. Sweet. So this little booklet seems to have some information. We'll go ahead and check that out in just a moment. Um, I'm going to set this right here as we get into this, uh, this package thing right here. Very well packaged. Made in India. Dishwasher safe too. Oh, that is a beautiful little teacup. Wow, so this is excellently packaged. Let's take a look at this. Alright, so we have this this teacup. And I don't know if you guys have listened to the interview with uh, Lisa, but all of these things are handcrafted. Um, so, or at least that's my understanding of things. So we have a cool, very beautiful little teacup. We have a, a saucer that's with it as well, with little uh, hand-painted markings on there. So this is all for tea time, made in India, and dishwasher safe. Wow. Okay, so we have a little box. 
All right. Dear friends, at some point in ancient human history, and likely somewhere in Asia, humans discovered that boiling leaves in water to drink was a good idea. While tea was originally drunk for its medicinal properties, it eventually became less bitter and more pleasant, while still offering potent health benefits. It's amazing to think that such a simple yet random concoction was ever discovered, and has remained a foundational drink for so many cultures around the world. This kit celebrates the tradition of tea as well as contemporary revolutionaries in the industry such as the Sri Lankan smallholders who grew your organically farmed green tea. With all this history in mind, we hope you enjoy your next tea time to the fullest with some help from a handsome assortment of a handmade accessories, a tea towel, teacup, and tea box, all hailing from the heartland of tea production. Cheers, Jenna, the Artisan Box Curator. Awesome. So we have... Oh, so with every single product... There is a description of where it came from, who's in charge of making it, uh, a little bit things about suggested uses for these things. Wow. This is awesome. This is really, really cool. All right. Well, Globin has a bunch of these different things, handcrafted artisan things um, from all the way around the world. They're entirely dedicated to helping businesses uh, become uh, to help these uh low like economically and businessly considering these uh these craftsmen who don't have a lot of business to get their business stuff out there it's like almost like an etsy but you can get a subscription box too be surprised by something awesome every month um but this has been a package review thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time thank you for joining us today on packaged hosted by yours truly ryan hughes and produced by eric lambiassi It's our mission to help you see the genuine people behind these businesses and to put a little more meaning behind what some people might just call a monthly payment. Remember, everyone has a story. We just shared theirs. Now, go out and share yours. We are subscribed. We are packaged.